going on guys welcome back to the stain cast we are at episode 14 believe it or not merry christmas to everyone to celebrate and everyone else happy holidays um we got a, we got a good one for you planned today we even got our first new guest i know we've been having a lot of uh return guests and god bless them for pulling up for the stain cast but uh without further ado let me introduce uh mr b what's going on guys it's b here international man and let's not forget of course as usual the other co-host steven and, you know, since he didn't say his name, that that was DL in the beginning. Yeah, if you can't tell my voice by now, but what's going we're, on, guys? We're already on episode 14. It's, it's honestly kind of hard to believe that we've been doing this for this long already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't feel like it's episode 14. <laughs> I know, but thank you guys for tuning in. Actually, before we get started, I do want to thank everyone. Um, we just recently, with our past episode, hit 200 total listens. God bless you guys. So, thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> thank you for tuning in every week. Uh, I, do, I do know we have a couple of constant viewers, constant listeners, so... Thank you for popping out. It, it is appreciated. Also, uh, if you haven't noticed, um, the mic quality should be a little better. Uh, as Christmas did just pass, we finally are getting a little more production value in here. We all we both have now pretty good mics, so there should be... We're going to try iron out a few bugs over the next couple of weeks, trying to figure out how we're going to make this sound the best way possible for you guys, mm-hmm. but hopefully... This is going to be a nice start to what will be uh, the growth of our podcast even more. Hopefully so. And uh, I'll reiterate what uh, Steven said before. Thank you guys for listening. We're very grateful, and I hope you guys like our, like our content. And as usual, I mean, most of you guys probably have our phone numbers and stuff like that. So text us if you have any criticisms. We'd love to hear it. Yes. Uh, and towards the post credit scene, if you guys do want to stick around, um, DL and I did have a couple of ideas that we're going to spitball that we would like to have a little feedback for. But that's going to be more of a end-of-the-episode type thing. You know the vibes. But, as usual, before we hop into Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, we do have to go over the news. So, I will, I'm will. i just going to leave a one last preface. If you have not seen No Way Home, the first, the first two things that I'm going to be talking about... Actually, the first thing, the second one was is already kind of said and done, but is a spoiler for No Way Home. If you, if you haven't seen the movie at this point, I'm not going to lie to you, you're throwing. Willie B, you're seeing it this weekend, but you still are throwing. I will, I'm not going to lie to you. Get me tight. But... So, without further ado, right into the news. First off, with No Way Home, obviously we saw the return of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and with that, there are current rumors that Sony would like to bring Andrew Garfield back for multiple movies with his Spider-Man, one of which is said to be a Venom versus Spider-Man with Tom Hardy. I mean, I'm always here for. I mean, he was. I mean, we talked about it in the post credits scene, in the last movie, and the last uh, staying cast. He was. He, he was like the life and soul of that movie, at least in my opinion. I think he really like set the tone. Like, that's the, not trying to slight Toby or Andrew. Andrew. Not trying to slight Toby or um, Tom. Tom. Jeez. Not trying to slight Toby or Tom, but like he really brought the energy to that movie, and I would definitely like to see him again. Hopefully, with a better script this time. Whatever the kinks were in the previous two movies, I'd like to see them ironed out. Cause I mean, he's got a lot of potential. In his other movies, I've seen. Um, What's that movie he's in with um, where he's like that uh, medic, field medic? Oh, I, don't know, oh, I know. I know what movie you're talking about. Hacksaw Ridge. Ridge. Hacksaw yes, Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. He's a very emotional. Like, he's just a very emotional actor. He brings it with him in all his roles. So I'd love to see him in the MCU. I mean, I'll never say no to more talented actors. Very true. And, and like, I, I do. The one, the one thing I will say that I'm a little wary about that is now that we got them in the MCU, I feel like we're never going to get Andrew Garfield as a separate character. Yeah, I feel like he's just gonna be another Spider-Man that we're gonna get here or there. Whether he makes an appearance, maybe in Multiverse of Madness or whatever the case may be, it's just we're ne- like him. Him reappearing just kind of closes off the doors of him appearing as another character in the MCU. Yeah. 
I mean, I love Andrew Garfield, but, like, I don't know. There could be roles for him in the future in other movies. I don't know. Because, like, technically he still isn't part of, like, the main continuity. So, it really doesn't matter. Like, he's a talented actor, but I feel like I agree with you in the terms of, like... He's just, like... After No Way Home, I feel like in terms of that character... I feel like it was kind of closed off, in my opinion. Like, I feel like he, he's kind of just done on, in terms of being Spider-Man. Like, it kind of, like, gave him, like, what we needed to see, what we missed. But besides that, I mean... I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back to like obviously I'd love to see him but yeah. I feel like him just being another Spider-Man movie just feels weird when we already have Tom like Tom Holland is an amazing Spider-Man and like he's our Spider-Man for the moment like he has the most recent like he had the trilogy it was an amazing trilogy so it'd be kind of weird just throwing in another Spider-Man like oh yeah I, like, I just never want to be in a position where it's like we're picking which one we like more when it comes to movies coming out agreed but if if they strike a nice balance with it, where it's like Andrew just appears maybe as cameos, or or maybe he's the the Spider Man for the Venom verse, whatever the case may be, like I'm 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 optimistic. Yeah. It's just I'm also wary at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the next thing, uh, the so for those of you that don't know, the Multiverse of Madness trailer was the second post credit scene for No Way Home. However, this past I want to say it was a Tuesday. It was, it was like the day after we recorded the, the last week's episode. They did release the trailer officially on YouTube. Um, it was a fantastic trailer. I know we mentioned it in the post-credit scene. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen, yes. Baby girl. Baby girl looking fine as hell. Yes, sir. It's the braids. Ugh, fuck. Looking so, cute. Hey. I'm very excited for that movie. And all the, the, the rumors about the reshoots introducing more and more characters and cameos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, I am... Very, very, very ready for this movie, and I think yeah. that it has a chance of being even bigger than No Way Home was. Yeah, definitely for sure. I mean, especially with the ensemble of cast, it's rumored. Even if like half the rumors are true, you know, a, a quarter, a quarter of, of the rumors are true. Yeah, like, it's still gonna be an action-packed movie. I'm not even gonna say I have any like, um, like even like second thoughts about them being able to include all of them in the movies because we saw with the No Way Home, we had like eleven characters on screen or whatever it was. Like we had all the villains, we had three Spider-Man, and somehow they all got Doctor Strange was in there. Mm. And then the, obviously the like the MJ and Ned they were in there still like uh, uh, May like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, like happy they were they were able to integrate a lot of characters into that movie the fucking Matt Murdock yeah that's what I'm saying that's crazy <clears throat> yeah like they like so I'm 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 very excited to see what they're gonna do because a lot of the rumors are definitely looking like this movie can be insane especially if 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 I don't know if any of you peeped it I know I I mentioned it when we were <clears throat> we were all together doing Secret Santa yesterday but um, in the when they're doing the the Marvel Studios logo, you see the Phase Three logo, the Phase Two logo, the Sony logo, and the Fox Marvel logos that all played like before all the X Men movies. So that's cool as shit. Yeah, so it's like, all right, so clearly we're probably <laughs> gonna be getting some X Men characters, yeah. whether it's Deadpool or the rumored Professor X or whatever yeah. the case may be. I, I saw Deadpool's definitely gonna be like, like like from a rumor that's like pretty like pretty rely. Yeah, yeah. I, I did see that too. Which honestly, this is the best way to integrate Deadpool. Whether it's just yeah. literally him, a portal opens, he looks around, he's like, damn, this universe looks cool, and just walks in. Like that's yeah. all we need. That's exactly. literally all we need. Because like at the end of the day, it's a Doctor Strange movie, so I'm assuming they're gonna do the same service they did with like Spider Man, like Tom Holland's character, where Doctor Strange was in it. But he kind of just, like, took the backseat because they put him in the mirror dimension just to, like, basically have him in the backseat. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen with most of the characters. Um, <laughs> yeah. or, or they're just going to be quick little, like, yeah. oh, we see this quick interaction of these yeah. two character type things. I could see this being, like, a Wanda and Strange movie, like, prim- primarily. I mean, yeah, with, obviously, the uh, Wong <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, Mordo sure. and shit. Yeah, well, yeah, Mordo being probably one of the main antagonists. Which, more, I, I, do, I do like his design. Him with the braids and stuff, that looks really nice. The dreadlocks. I'm excited to see him come back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In a minute. He was a tough character. Like I said, Do- Doctor Strange is a tough movie. I'm excited to get to it. Yeah. It's going to be, a, I think it's like another month or and a half before we get to it. But still, very excited. 
Um, but moving on, uh, actually yesterday, Marvel Studios was talking to an actor, which is currently unnamed, for the MCU's Ghost Rider. Now, two... Yeah, I know, very random. Um, two character, uh, two actors have both liked and like and uh, oh, I saw that. and um, talked about it. One was Gabriel Luna, who was the Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. He was um, Robbie Reyes. So, and then the other one was Norman Reedus, who is rumored to be Johnny Blaze. Now, I'm not mad. Jesus, I apologize if you can hear that, but I'm not mad if both are in there because then that would give us both our Johnny Blaze and our Robbie Reyes mm-hmm. however that would also put more of a toll on us because then we would kind of have to cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah which I mean I've never actually watched it before uh, and I've seen it's pretty fucking good uh, the first two <clears throat> seasons are really good the middle like three are mid and then the last couple are pretty good then bringing Coulson back just makes me immediately like, yeah satisfied. I'm not the whole point of the Avengers story was Coulson died the yeah being the flame underneath them like exactly so We'll see how that goes. I mean, it's on at this point. It's uh, just waiting. I personally think that we're going to be getting the Midnight Suns in the MCU because, like, there we already are getting Moon Knight. We already are getting Blade. We're already getting Black Knight. We we already have Doctor Strange. Someone's getting murdered above us right now. Yeah, it's kind of Jesus. Um, and then with the rumors of 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 Ghost Rider, I was actually talking to uh to Xander, who you guys are familiar with. And we think that maybe Doctor Strange three would be Doctor Strange and the Midnight Suns, because because cool. okay. if if they continue their trend with making the third movie of a trilogy the kind of like ensemble like yeah. No Way Home or the Illuminati it could be Doctor Strange and the Illuminati or e- yeah like e- either one would be cool, but so we'll stay tuned in the next coming weeks because uh, those are definitely going to be interesting. For show for show for show. Um. Next up is, so, Fandango released their top 10 most anticipated movies of 2022, um, with, for some reason, Black Panther of Wakanda Forever being the number one. All four MCU movies releasing next year were in the, um, in the top 10, so don't worry about that, but I have no idea why the fuck Wakanda Forever was number one. I won't even bore you guys with the sentiment. You guys know, you guys have heard previously that the... We are not excited for the discrepancies with the movie, so, I mean, Fandango, good for them, but... I don't really know what they're where they're coming from with that. I don't. Know, I guess they're like. Pulling, it was fan was, votes. I would say it was probably like one focus group of a bunch of people that literally like. It's like the Stephen A. Smith. I don't know if you ever saw Stephen A. Smith. He's like a reporter on ESPN. Yeah, I know who he is. He yeah. said like one of the greatest like the greatest Marvel movie was like Black Panther. And it's like <laughs> oh, geez. It's like look, look, it's a culture movie. Like it does a lot of great stuff. It's a it's a very well shot movie. I'm not here to say it wasn't good, but saying it's the best. At the end of the day, that's just that's just being super. Like I'm looking for something in a movie, and if it doesn't have it, I don't want it. Yeah. And that that's not how you should watch movies because. Doctor, I mean, Black Panther's good, but sure, it ain't even top five. Come on, guys. Yeah, I can agree with that. Top ten, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, it all depends on what you like. like if you're, I can understand if you're a big fan of Black Panther, but, like, he still ain't the, like, I don't know. Like, there's still so many great movies, amazing movies, amazing individual acting. Because Chadwick Boseman, he's he's the GOAT. Like, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. He's one of the, he's, he's like, he brought the life and soul to Black Panther. But at the end of the day... And the, the third act of that movie. We'll get into it, obviously, yeah. whenever we hit that stain kiss. But the third act of that movie kind of just throws me for a loop. Yeah. It's a little weird, but... It's but just, people, out, people out of pocket. What else is new? Yeah. But uh, next up, this this one makes me laugh. And it, it, it makes me laugh in the same way that it made me laugh when we reported on Venom's runtime. But Morbius is going to be one hour and 48 minutes long. 
I, at least hit. The, I mean, like at like, least hit the two hour two mark. Because, like, like, think about like with credits and stuff like that. It's probably like really it was like an hour and thirty five minute, hour thirty eight, like somewhere in that range movie, which is like, it's not bad. But when you think about that, like normally that runtime is like for comedy. Like comedy movies are like that because there's no plot. Yeah. You think about when comedy movies, it's just like it's kind of just like. Whatever base, the most generic like, plot yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. The most generic plot that for some reason gets resolved in an hour and a half. Super rushed. So we'll see what happens. But I could see them kind of just like I feel like they're doing Morbius. Like I, I want to say they're doing it just for the fans, but like I feel like no one's really looking for a Morbius movie. Like when you think of like some of the like, I feel like, the they're, doing, I feel like they're doing it for Jared Leto. That's I'm like, looking forward to Jared Leto. No, because like when you think about like the hit is when it comes to the MCU and just when it comes to just Marvel's properties, like Morbius is not one of them. Like no. sure, sure, he's Morbius. Like, Morbius is one of the least known Spider-Man villains. Yeah. Like no, exactly. Like there's so many other ones you could do it on, and I think Morbius like. I'm sure there's a reason for it. I'm sure, like, throughout the movie and maybe through, maybe for the po- for a post-credit scene, we'll figure out why they made the movie and why it's coming out like so soon. Because I feel like it is weird that's coming out like this close to No Way Home. Yeah, exactly. Just weird. Um, a couple of other. There's one more small thing before we get into a couple of things. Uh, so No Way Home has also made a billion dollars worldwide already. Well, over a billion dollars at this point. I mean, I've seen the movie three times. Yeah, exactly. You're counting for about half of that. Yes, so but so. Good, it deserved it, mm. and like we said, there's not a single bad thing I've seen about this movie online and at it, all. It hasn't released in China yet, right? I don't believe so. No, no. that's so, crazy. Definitely gonna, definitely gonna make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last bit of news before we hop into the new content for the week, uh, Marvel Studios has confirmed that it has 21 unannounced projects in development. Um, that is out of control. That's a lot. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And you said it was untitled too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those are all unannounced. So when they mean like unannounced, like no um, release date, then so like fan, Fantastic Four would be counted as that? no. Oh really? So like it's completely that, like so, so stuff that we don't there's know. No, so like there's no cards. For so it, like Captain no. America four, we know about, but we have no literally nothing besides the fact that it's coming. Like Spider Man's neutral. Exactly. Spider Man four, like yeah. So like I don't. Uh, the Spider Man ones don't count. So my bad. Yeah. Spider Man ones don't count just because those are Sony movies technically. Okay. But yeah. 21 unannounced And that's movies. that's movies and shows combined. Yeah, yeah projects. It's just projects. That's crazy. Yeah, so I could definitely see it leaning more towards TV shows because they'd be churning those ones out. Like, think about it. Like, we how, got how many series did we get to movies? Five. Five, yeah. five to three, then? Five to five to four. Five, okay, that's not too bad, then. Right? But, but Black Widow was a toss-in, though. Hold on, hold on. We no, got it was Black Widow, Eternals. That's four. Shang-Chi. Oh, oh, yeah, but like you said, the, the, the Sony uh, Spider-Man doesn't really count too much. That's true. But then we got WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, What If, and Hawkeye. So yeah, the f- we got five to, to three slash four, depending on how you look at it. Okay. But it looks like next year we're going to be getting even more. Yeah, so. no, we have a lot of TV shows slated. I was I was just looking at it, and like there's a lot of shit like shit slated for this like, next for 2022. Like not even like like dates yet. Like I feel like what like what is even the order so far? Do we know? It's look. We don't know for sure. Yeah. But it's looking like we're gonna get Moon Knight, She Hulk, Miss Marvel, and then from there on, it's kind of probably. I would assume Secret Invasion is gonna be towards the end of this year. Yeah. I know I am Groot is slated for towards the end of this year. Yeah. Besides that, yeah. No, um, no idea. So like, I don't know. In my personal opinion, I'll voice my opinion real quick. I'm not really excited for any of the ones you mentioned. She Hulk is cool. Um, Moon Knight, I'm but, excited no, for. Moon Knight, I'm excited for. I'll say that. Like, I'm definitely super. Like, in terms of like being intrigued for Moon Knight for sure. The rest of them is like. I'm just gonna watch them with going in with nothing. Yeah, I mean, like we've we've gotten like the main ones that I've probably the most excited for besides Moon Knight and Secret Invasion. Yeah. I am pretty excited for Secret Invasion, uh, Armor Wars too. I'm yeah. I'm also excited for. But yeah. so we'll see how those go. But um, that's pretty much it for news. 
So if we can jump into uh, what's new for this week, which was uh, the Hawkeye finale. I know we recorded the uh, Staincast last week, literally the night of. I know we were super excited. Yeah. But I hate to tell you guys that uh, the hype has been sucked dry. You're obviously welcome to have your own opinion. Watch Hawkeye. You let us know what you think. But and we'll have a full season breakdown of it next week. Yes, sir. Is uh, <laughs> pop? Mumbrilla will be there for yeah. it. But no, nah, I don't mean to cut you off. And also, if you're look, if you're uh, if you're a music head, you like music. We're also going to be doing uh, our top uh, albums. Oh yeah, our top ten albums of 2021. That will be next week as well with so, Hawkeye. So, so. Stay, stay tuned with that if you're trying to see what some of our uh, some of our picks are. But and I was thinking about low key like having people send them in, and then we kind of like I'm not saying like we, not like criticize them, but then like rate them. Be like, oh yeah, like like maybe like. They put them somewhere on the out, like somewhere on the list that we didn't even think of, or something like that. So if you guys are interested in that, send either me or Steven a uh, a picture of your top ten albums of the year, and we'll we'll, we'll see what's going on. Yeah, we'll 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 discuss for you. Yeah, but but that's besides the point. The Hawkeye finale, Mid City. My bad, I was ripping Nick for a second. Yeah, so my biggest problem with it is overall is that I feel like it's a net it's a, a zero sum game for that show, like. We got a, there was a lot of cool parts like there was, there was when the highs were high, but the lows were low. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we were talking about it. We were saying that like every episode was getting better, so that that's obviously a plus. Yes. But at the end of the day, I feel like it went from like like you guys can't see me doing it, but like I don't even know how to describe. It. So it basically, like went like this, and then it, it, it just peaked. Like it, it was so it went up. it went up, and then it just plateaued yeah. off. Yeah, it was like I, I, like exponentially it was increasing, then all of a sudden it kind of just plateaued because like the finale. Not saying seeing Kingpin in the MCU isn't a beautiful thing. But, but like you said last week, we could have either saw him for two minutes or ten yeah. minutes, and we saw him for ten minutes, but I mean, yeah, like, it, I, there was, he was a little goofy. Yeah, he was definitely a little goofy, and I just feel like what he was working with wasn't wasn't the ideal conditions, because he was, most of his conversations were with Kate's mother, which we literally knew nothing about the entire show, and mm-hmm. Maya, which we also knew nothing about the entire show, so like, mm-hmm. in terms of like, us getting clued in, us like, feeling connected to any of those characters, like, you can't be connected to someone new when we don't know the people he's talking to. Yeah, agreed. I mean, like... There's no history for any of the characters yet. Uh, and and clearly, like, he's not dead. Yeah, no. Like, like, anyone who thinks he's dead, I hate to spoil it to you, but uh, he's you're, not, not. you're not introducing a character like that and then killing him in the same episode. Not to mention Kevin... Especially in a TV show, especially. Not, not to mention Kevin Feige has already said that... that this was Hawkeye was one of the things he had planned for Vincent D'Onofrio's Hawkeye. It's I mean, hey, for Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking Kingpin, guys. Come on now. Yeah, so he's not dead. It's just, I don't know. That, that finale just felt me wanting more. Yeah. And it was long, too, which is weird that it just it felt me wanting yeah. more. The tracksuit mafia looked like fucking waves of video game characters coming yeah. in on the ice rink. Um, and then on top of that, don't even get me fucking started on that post-credit yeah. scene. It, it was just like it was like it was Captain literally the America entirety one. the entirety of Rogers the musical like performance because yeah. it was like that Captain America one where it's like you waited so long for nothing at least that one like they weren't like stringing you on or anything because yeah they, they kept having those shots into the crowd like we're about to see somebody you had these all these different angles and I'm waiting for it. we're watching this entire music we're suffering watching this musical just, just to get something literally just, just whether it was like uh, Scott Lang just in the like the crowd like being literally like a, damn that was entertaining like, like just, just a picture just like, something like, like literally just something flat like like I, I'm not. Like like soup like trying to be in that, be in that mindset where it's like I'm always expecting new, I'm always expecting something different. But like at the end of the day, that's what Marvel's known for. They pioneered the post credit scene. To all respect to them, they they're the reason why people stay for ten minutes. Of, like 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 what other movie are you staying ten minutes after the movie's over watching credits to see what's next? Like Nothing. they they keep you so entertained, and then just to kind of just say fuck you something like in my opinion, that's kind of how it came off to me. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah, and waiting up until 3 a.m. for it didn't yeah, really no, do exactly. anything to me either. Kind of made me even more disgruntled. Yeah, but exactly. 
that's just, those are just our base thoughts. That was I've only watched the finale once. I've kind of been saving it for when I rewatch it <clears throat> for the podcast next week. Yeah. But I mean, overall, I think Hawkeye was the weakest of the the shows. Um, yeah. I, I I still don't know how I compare it to What If. What if it's just we've we've spoken about this before? What it's if it's different. so difficult? It, it's just so difficult because like up until like the last what is it three episodes? There's no overarching story. Two episodes. Not Two episodes. Three, yeah. yeah. We don't even have an overarching story, so it's hard to rate it. Like as a whole, as like a, as a piece of art, as like what you rate it as, like as a movie or whatever, is be just like, as TV one show, single yeah. piece. I would say, I would say I was a little bit more excited for what if definitely, but yeah. it's, it's also just the nature of the show. Like Hawkeye's just a super grounded show. So like, and, and it wasn't bad. It definitely had good moments mm-hmm. by any means, but yeah, like exactly. a lot of good moments mm-hmm. at that. But it's still, it's like I don't know. Yeah. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, like, like the highlights of uh, Yelena and um, Kate. Kate Bish, yeah, Kate, they, they were very good. But it's just, at the end of the day, like it was just like <clears throat> some of the, some of the scenes felt substanceless. Like there was no substance to some of the scenes. Yeah, definitely, definitely some stuff missing. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll definitely dive into that more in depth next week. Mm-hmm. But. With that, I think it's time we move on, get into the bread and butter of this week's episode with the first movie that really dives into the cosmic MCU, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, sir. <clears throat> so I don't know if um if you want to start B with your favorite characters, if you have any off the dome. Um, right away, Yandu. Probably up there is one of my more uh, yeah. memorable characters of that movie. Oh yeah, he was um he he was he was just there and he would show that he was introduced Quill and put him in situations where it was that it just furthered the movie. That's yeah. why I'm saying that. Yeah, and and it especially like with the more de- I'm, I'm sure this also helps with the more development that he gets in Volume Two as well. Mm-hmm. It's just I I mean I I can see why Yondu's definitely a good character. I just enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, I think he wasn't on it that much, so you get that kind of thing where it's like when he's on screen, it's like you savor it. Yeah, exactly. I honestly will say I really liked Star Lord in this movie. I re like. Obviously, this is an ensemble movie, so we can't really have our our normal like. Oh, we're not gonna pick the main like the title character. Thank God, because I can finally start chatting about him. Yeah, but like, Star Lord was really good in this movie. Yeah. Um, like you felt some of his emotions, you felt like Chris Pratt definitely put on the clinic in this and, yeah. and you could see, which, which watching this, especially after I've seen volume two so much, it's like, I wish they would have kept more of this tone because volume yeah. two, and we'll definitely get into that a lot more whenever we get to it. But like volume two gets too much into the goofy side of things yeah. where it like, it kind of diminishes this first movie. Yeah. I feel like the, the biggest incident of that is definitely Drax. Like, you see yes, Drax in this absolutely. movie, for sure. and you see him in the second movie. It's not even the same character. No, like, I I wrote down in my notes, like, Drax is actually enjoyable. Like, yeah. like I'd say in the in the, in the the second movie, he's one of my least favorite characters. But, like, yeah. in this movie, he's actually enjoyable. He has a purpose in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, D, I don't know if you want to go your favorite. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's probably Star-Lord. Um... I want to say, like, I feel like, like in terms of just, like, supporting characters, though, I feel like Gamora was a pretty good supporting Gamora character. Gamora was, too. yeah. I think their chemistry between each other was a little rushed, but at the end of the day, it's a movie. Like, if it was a series, I feel like we'd, like, I feel like WandaVision just perfectly illustrates the strengths of a series, how mm-hmm. you have that dynamic build. Yeah. Compared to, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's skipping around, obviously. Like, this isn't happening in a day. So, like, I completely understand that, but I think Gamora was also really good, too. Uh, and, and Rocket, too. I, I was, I was Rocket, like, yeah. Bradley. I always forget Bradley Cooper's in the MCU until yeah. I hear his voice as Rocket, and I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, it's yeah. Bradley Cooper. No, like, I, I had that as a note where it's just, like, it's just such an interesting casting to have such known A-list actors have such little, not for Rocket, but for Groot, like, for Vin Diesel, 
to pull up and say four words because he says we are weird at the end yeah. too. To say four words in the entire movie, I feel like this. Like, I don't want to say it's like smart or stupid. I just want to. I, I just have to say like it's just interesting. It's it's unique. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's not something like you'd have it like most of the time. Like when you have these movies and they have these A list actors, they're they're getting every dollar they paid for them. Yeah. And and I, I'm I can't say because he was only in two scenes, but I will put, throw in as an honorable mention. This was Josh Brolin's first time as yeah. Thanos. Oh, yeah. And every time he's on screen, he he's, yeah, he steals the show. He's got every quote from this movie. I was going to say, I, I, have, I have a couple I, quotes written down for him. So yeah. We're about we'll get, to just end up fucking literally just quoting the entire like, scenes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, so we'll get to that. But yeah, so it's like I will throw him in as an honorable mention, but I do mm-hmm. have to agree with you. I think that either Quill or Rocket mm-hmm. will be uh, my favorite. Mm-hmm. But looping back around, if you want to go with your least favorite. Hmm. I think I think we might all have the same one, to be honest with you. Um, so like I feel like the easy one is to say Ronan, because like he is kind of forgettable in terms of a villain. He's kind of just like that super angry, like I'm just pissed at the world kind of thing. I'm just gonna destroy everything in my path. Uh, yeah. But like, I, I actually wasn't mad at Ronan in this movie. I thought I thought he was pretty cool. He had some 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 scenes where like, especially when he killed that ugly ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh, the, the speaker, the, the, the mouth yeah. of Thanos, yeah, the speaker, whatever. That the guy other. Fucked, thank God the he other. killed that. The man. other. So like, just for that scene alone, he's he's redeemed himself in my eyes. <laughs> I would say it's probably, <coughs> honestly, Gamora. I'm uh, not Gamora. Um, Nebula's Nebula. useless ass. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. That was mine. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, Nebula does nothing this entire movie, and then they turn around in the sequel and make her one of the most pivotal, pivotal characters. Yeah. It's it's like the opposite of what they did with Drax. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I have nothing for it. Like she yeah. literally just does nothing. Yeah, she she just doesn't bring anything to the to the to the movie. Like if she wasn't in the movie, the only thing that would be different is that Gamora would be fighting someone else at the end. Yeah. Like th- I feel like they wanted the sister dynamic, but they were only interested in fleshing out Gamora. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of upsetting. But except that one scene when, when um Gamora, not Gamora, when um Nebula gets absolutely blown to hell and her entire body's like fixed oh, back shit, together. Yeah. That looked kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. Yeah, that was a little odd. Mm-hmm. Like towards the, you're talking about towards the end, right? Yeah, when Gamora's about to fight. I, I, maybe does she get hit by that? No, that no, she a... gets she gets hit by whatever cannon yeah, fucking Drax is, is holding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like she just pulls that out of his ass. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, B, if you have. Uh... Well, I mean, it was just the, <clears throat> it was just Nebula walked around the entire movie giving out orders to no yeah. to, to no avail to just to further the plot. That's all it really was yeah. for her, and it just did not. Hit home at all? Yeah, yeah. Because like the whole point we said it time and time again. The whole point of being a character in a movie is that you want people to get behind you. You want some mm-hmm. sort of like call to action where it's like, like, like if, when a character dies on screen, even if they're the <clears throat> evilest person alive, you're supposed to feel for. It. Like you're supposed to have some sort of emotions. Like if she was to die in that movie, like obviously I feel like she definitely progressed in a greater. Like we've gotten her more fleshed out in the in the in more, more recent movies. movies. movies yeah. yeah, for sure. But like in this movie alone, Especially if she was to die game. in this movie, like. Yeah. No harm, no foul, in my opinion. Yeah, but especially throughout Infinity War and Endgame, like mm-hmm. we just got so much development for that character. Where yeah, it's some, like a lot more justice. It's like now I would be more upset if she died. Where yeah. in this movie, it's just like, nah, yeah, yeah. she yeah. really just doesn't add anything to it for me. Mm-hmm. But that's all uh, we got character-wise. I'm taking the mic. What's going on, guys? I'm gonna back it up a little bit just so it isn't too ridiculous. But you guys already know I'm leaned in. I'm ready to talk about the uh, the thirsty moment of the movie. Unfortunately, there wasn't an insane amount, and I'm here to uh, I'm here to l- 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 lay my gripes. So- All right. Well, before you do that, I will just I, I do want to to get into something. So, what I'm gonna say is my thirsty moment of the movie is is the one scene that we get in the first trailer for Guardians, where Gamora is for some reason just randomly shirtless. 
What? Hold on, now I gotta pull it up. Yeah, she, for just literally for no reason, she's just fucking shirtless. Oh, I, just I, was, I was gonna bring I that up. I don't have the movie in the background. Uh, we don't. No, whatever. Whatever. Uh, the you wanna go down one? Down two? Um, oh. Yeah, um, it's just, it for some reason, in the fucking first trailer for this movie, where is it? I was gonna mention that. Um, I don't know if it's gonna screw anything up. Here it is. Uh, oh yeah, actually, I'm gonna, let, yeah, let me pull it up on my phone. Yeah. But so, so while, while we're chatting about, it, but yeah, so just for literally no reason, Gamora's just shirtless in the first yeah. fucking trailer, and I'm and it's just not in the movie, but mm-hmm. it's in the trailer. So for you, all you listening out there, if you want some um, context, if you just look up the Guardians of the Galaxy, is that trailer number one? Yeah, it's the first trailer. All right, so the first trailer. So this one we're gonna be watching real quick. But I do have a couple gripes to speak of when it comes to the thirsty moment. Yeah, of the movie. if you if you want to go ahead while I'm looking this up, short thing. So I'm a man of simple tastes, and I'm a man of equality. And the fact that we got a thirst a thirst trap for Chris Pratt when he was getting like when he was getting oh, put in that prison, oh, yeah, we didn't get a single one for Gamora. How about equality? Because guess what? I'm about to give Chris Pratt a thirsty moment in a fucking movie because he's out here getting thirst traps and we don't get no goddamn nebula. He's also fucking... ripped as fuck for no, no reason. He's, he's jacked. jacked. He's... And that, that's, and that's, that's what. That's that was literally right after him. Co- right after him coming off a of fucking Parks and Rec like no, a fat, he, looking he, like a know, fat I, fuck. I think I read that he dropped like sixty pounds just for this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. No, because he, he was a very, very good-looking guy in this movie. I, I remember that one scene where he just has his shirt over his Yeah, no, he's a, it's thirst traps galore for him in this movie, but then there's no Gamora. Like, look, I'm all about equality. If you're going to show some guy getting shirtless, you know what I need. Like, I'll put it at that. You know exactly what I need. Don't be doing that to me. And I'm sure all the guys out there can agree with me. Let the, let the guys get theirs and let the girls get theirs. I'm all about equality out here. You know how it is. Yeah, I will say there was another one where fucking where they're suiting up in the Ravager gear. Yeah, when the ass shot. Yeah, they were the, oh, there it is. There it is. That wasn't too bad. Literally, it's just out of the cut for like not even a second. How far is in the? Uh, it is about a minute fifty in to the trailer. She's just literally just randomly shirtless, oh, and you even get the fucking side boob you in get there. The side in there. That's so unnecessary. Like, it literally ridiculous. T- and the fact that we don't get in the movie gets me even more disgruntled. Like I said, if we're getting the Chris Pratt thirst traps, where the hell is the Gamora ones? And it's literally, it's like, and the, the best part is, it's it's not even like it's a movement. Like, it's just a still frame. Like, she's not moving, nothing's moving in the back. It's literally just a still frame of her shirtless with side, bro- uh, side boob. That ain't and, like, that's what I'm giving my thirsty moment to, just because it disgruntles me that it, they just put that in there. In the first trailer, of course, because the Guardians weren't known before this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, yeah, let's put a little thirst trap of fucking Zoe Solanda, who, uh, don't get me wrong, is a bad woman. And they're like, yeah, this will this will make people. put it in the movie. Yeah, but then you don't put it in the movie. But uh, I really don't even have a thirsty moment in the movie. Like, that was my gripe with That's why I had to preface it by saying that, because I'm going to give it to Chris Pratt. I no mean, homo out there. I'm, I'm gonna say it. That man is a beautiful nah, motherfucker. No, it's Chris Pratt. Honestly, like to all, to all the girls out there, I'm sure you guys are appreciating me saying this. So like, it is what it is. He was he like there were shots that literally the focus of the frame was just his fucking chest, and mm-hmm. it was looking good. Especially when he's getting sprayed down with that oh fucking orange shit. Oh, right? Slow motion. Of it, yeah. too, like, <laughs> it's so it's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Over the top. So I'll give it to him. Besides, obviously, the occasional um, ass shots of Gamora. Gamora. But I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I'm over it. Yeah. You know, I'm not. But yeah, besides that, nothing much we can really add. But um, from there, I'm gonna go on to my favorite scene of the movie. So there wasn't there wasn't like the, this movie had some beautiful scenes and yeah. and like mm-hmm. and definitely I highly recommend watching it in IMAX on Disney Plus because every space scene is in IMAX yeah. and it, it looks beautiful. James yeah. Gunn definitely knew what he was doing in in yeah. terms of that. But like I'm gonna, <coughs> oh excuse me. Um, I think my favorite scene is going to be the first scene that we see Thanos in. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he pulls mm-hmm. up, 
And he's a fucking menace. Oh, my God. He's literally in the movie for not even ten minutes. And half the time his back is turned around. Yeah, and he's a fucking... <laughs> Like, he's, he's a fucking menace. He's an absolute fucking menace. Like, the, like literally, like, like Infinity War and Endgame is fantastic, but this is peak Thanos. Like, this is Thanos when he's an absolute scumbag. This like, is the mad Thanos. Yes, it is. Like, this isn't just some guy on a mission. This is some guy who doesn't give a fuck right now. Like, he's mm-hmm. with whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got nothing but love for that. Mm-hmm. But that scene alone, when we get to the quote of the movie, I'm sure we all have, like, half the fucking, that scene. Yeah. But, yeah. I definitely agree with you with that, but I don't know, B, if you have a favorite scene in the movie. Now the hag just took the best one. Oh, D. Right. Well, um... Uh, another one that came to mind was when uh, Yondu was washing the Kree that came down. Yeah. yeah. He was washing them real That, that arrow was fucking hot. It's OP as hell. Mm-hmm. I hope we see Kraglin with it more yeah. in, in Volume 3. Even though he's I'd be rocking with it. But whatever. I, mean, I just want to see more of that I just want to see that arrow. Yeah. That arrow is an OP. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have a different one, deal, but I do, I do have one more scene that yeah. I did want to bring up. Another really good scene I like. I mean, any scene with the Power Stones, and I like that design mm-hmm. that they have where, like, all, like, all the, like, the smoke. Yeah, yeah, like, all that shit that's going on. I think, like, the scene at the end is cool. It's touching. I don't know. It, just, it seems a little, like, after we've seen the Power Stone, after we've seen its applications, I feel like having them come out completely unbrushed after, it's a little... Whatever. Uh, it's a little unbelievable. But I can get over that. It's a very it's a, it's a a very emotional. Like, I really like the scene. I think it's really good. But I wouldn't say it's my favorite. That one, besides, obviously, Thanos one, since you said it first. But I would say maybe... I don't even know, honestly. I'm trying to think. Um, Another one I, I I have to give it to if you if you got nothing is the um, them escaping the kiln. Yeah, that was cool. Like finally seeing them, like and then when they pull up in the elevator on the one guy that's in like the 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 place that they end up flying out of, mm-hmm. where you see like all of them. Yeah, the first group shot. Like yeah. <clears throat> that was hard. That was that was that was od hard. In the prison outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just agree with you that one. That's another really good scene. That's why I'm like like. Like in like a scene where it's like when that came on, I was just like super attentive. I was just like in it. Like I was super like engrossed in it. So I don't know. Yeah, that, like this movie's good. It's visual. It's very, very, mm-hmm. very visually pleasing. I will give it that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have like too many spectacular mm-hmm. scenes that like have you engulfed the whole time. Yeah, I, I like the scene with the collector. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, it's, he, it's Tanalir Tavon. Yeah, he's a tough ass actor. Whatever. I, uh, I was, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, he's a tough ass actor, and I like. He, he, he's just, he's just one of those characters that steals the show whenever he's in it. So I like yeah, it. I agree. But yeah, that's all I really got for favorite scenes of the movie. But uh, I guess we can switch over to some of the favorite quotes that we were just chatting about it before. So I guess I'll. I'll, I'll I have quite. Them. I have quite a few. Yeah, I, I actually <clears> didn't have <throat> that many just because like I was kind of just like ta- like watching the movie. So I, I only have like two. But, I mean, I, I, I won't even steal the best one. I'll steal one of the ones that Gamora said that I thought was really good. It said, I've lived most of my life surrounded I have by my enemies. I will be grateful to, uh, to die around my friends or however it went. That was mm-hmm. my, that was my senior yeah. quote. Yeah, like, the, that is a, that's a very good quote. And I, like, just adding to my, my um, comment before, I said she's a great supporting actress. Like, like I definitely wouldn't say she's, like, the, the main actor, main actress in this movie, but she's great supporting. Like, she, she's a really good compliment to Peter Quill. Yeah. Like, before, like... Like you said, I mean, we're gonna save the the yeah. good one for later. But uh, one of the, another one I have is from the beginning of the movie with Star Lord, and he's like, "I'm gonna be completely honest. I forgot you were even here." Yeah. Talking to talking to that one bitch yeah. that he was uh that he was oh, the, one, was the one the one alien bitch that like popped yeah. out. Star Lord was pulling. He was Star Lord's a dog. He got girls he all throughout over the, the entire place. movie. That's what I'm saying. He got girls all over the place. Yeah, that is actually really funny. I remember mm-hmm. that now. Yeah, yeah I, I, another comment I had is that um, Peter Quill he he likes them he likes them red. He, he likes some pink. He, he, he likes some pink. He, he likes That's what I'm saying. He likes some colorful, and I got nothing love, but love for that. I got. I actually have a couple of uh, broad in his horizon. Drax quotes too. Uh, this this one really fucking 
this one got me is a woman your words mean nothing to me when yeah. he's talking to fucking mm-hmm. yeah Gamora or, or the quote where but like he's trying to like give everyone compliments and for some reason he calls Gamora whore that yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> that green whore it's like what the fuck I, I I had to run that back I yeah. was like did he actually just call her a whore yeah, he did, did. <laughs> or or fucking he was giving everyone actually like 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 good compliments I was like Gamora you beautiful green whore or something like that. <laughs> and she flips out on him too yeah. she's like whoa or or fucking reasonably so yeah or or even like Rocket has a good quote too where he's talking to Groot he's like asleep for the danger awake for the money as per fucking usual yeah of course I mean that's what you gotta be doing I mean yeah I'm changing my favorite character to Groot to Groot yeah Vin Diesel that's what honestly that's why you gotta change it too Uh, I mean uh, I'm also just gonna say the preface of course we have to put we are Groot in here oh of course I've I've that written down yeah you you kinda have to another thing Rocket says where he says the only words he knows is I am and Groot specifically in that order exclusively in that order I like that that one's good I and am and Groot. He don't speak. He, he don't talk well like you and I yeah. or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Beef. You have any other before we get into you know? No, I mean you, you boys pretty much have uh, been quoting everything. Yeah. I just I really just have the uh, you know. Yeah. You know. Well, if you would like to take it away, then. Well, I mean, I have a cut from a certain point. Okay, so I'll, I'll just do one of my quotes. And then. If you return to me empty-handed again, I will bathe yeah, the that, starways in your blood. That's the one I have down. That was, shit was so tough. I was just, I, I was, I honestly just wrote the entire interaction. I where, mean, like, yeah. when he turns around the chair, the only matter. But I don't say seriously, boy, is you. Your politics bore me. You mean he's out of a pouting child? He he's fucking. He's, and Ronan is. Ooh. Yeah, he's like Ronan's sitting there. He's like he's cowering, shaking. Yeah. He's he like, is spitting yeah. throughout that scene. And apparently, and you've alienated, alienated my favorite, favorite daughter. daughter. More. And then you have the shot to Nebula. She's like, she's like damn. <laughs> like, like, like that, that's one of the staples. Calling when it comes to Thanos, is fucking violating Nebula. It's so funny. Oh my god. If they don't stay fucking yeah. violent and nebulous, yeah. it's kind of weak. Since day one. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, CGI isn't there, but I mean, for how long he was in the movie, it wasn't necessary. Because, like, James Gunn probably saw the how much it was going to cost to make him look like that, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and they were like, all right, we'll just, we'll have him in there for, like, 15 minutes, not mm-hmm. even, and yeah, call exactly. it a day. That's what I'm saying. You, you don't need all that CGI just for him to literally turn around. Because, like, half the time, he wasn't even facing him either. I know, I know, I read this a while back, but, like, Joss Whedon... When he found out that, that Thanos was going to be in the movie, he walked up to, I think it was Joss Whedon, he walked up to James Gunn and he was like, good luck <laughs> about writing, like, for Thanos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just that little part alone makes me super hyped for Thanos, because, um, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's the first time we see Thanos, like, actually, like, well, talking, we, yeah. Talking, yes, because we see him in the post-credits yeah, scene smart, of Avengers, yeah, yeah, yeah looking smug as fuck, and it's not mm-hmm. even Josh Brolin. Yeah, exactly. But then we ha- we see him in this. Shout out to Marvel for casting Josh, Bro- Josh Brolin, they know what we needed. Yeah, yeah. They, so we see him in this, we see him in the post credit mm-hmm. scene of Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and then we don't mm-hmm. see him again until Infinity War Endgame. Yeah. Which is honestly all we needed. Yeah. The foreshadowing mm-hmm. was, was done perfectly, without giving too much. Yeah, sure. exactly. So, but yeah, anything that Thanos is in, he's just mm-hmm. he's just pure spitting. That's what I'm saying. Like as soon as we get to like Infinity War and Endgame, like Jeez. I'm literally gonna have an entire page of just just Thanos, Thanos quotes. quotes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to get to those movies. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be chatting. Od, od, od. It's gonna be sickening. It's about to be like two hours of just like just the movie. Yeah, not even the not even, oh, intro, not even anything. Not even any, the, yeah. Outro, like, like we said, as as these movies progress, they're these podcasts are gonna get longer and longer, for sure, for sure. But I guess uh, moving right along, we're kind of speeding through this a little bit. But there's not this movie's not too too big. Yeah, but it was, it was different. It's just a it's a bunch of introducing a lot of different characters. Exactly, setting up a lot. But we have the yeah I moments of the movie. Hmm. There's a couple. Of them. There's yeah, a couple. couple. Um, 
one of the ones that stood out to me was fucking in in the the prison Gamora making that tiny gap like she she literally jumps I would say like a 15 20 foot gap mm-hmm. and she doesn't get a running start at it no she, she literally just straight up just jumps on that. Yeah. which I don't understand how the fuck she made that yeah but okay yeah Another yeah moment I have is um them eating the power stone. Honestly. I mean yeah, like, like Quill like sure he's a slashjaw. I'm not even sure if that's even canon anymore. Ego being no, a slashjaw, he, he still is. is? Yep. Okay, he still is. So for some reason her, them all it's like it's not even him eating like him surviving. It's just the way that they were looking afterwards that bothered me. Like I feel like as soon as that shit, as soon as like that sequence ended where they blew up Ron, they should have all immediately passed out. At least some of them should have fallen over. They were just all standing. They were all like, just fine. They're looking like, I'm not going to say fresh out the makeup chair, but they weren't looking that banged up. You're sitting, and during at one part of that scene, you see Peter Quill's face literally like break apart. Yeah. Off, like yeah. literally falling off. Like it looked like that man was literally going to be wearing a mask for the rest of his life. That's how he's about to be looking like Deadpool. But he comes out, and he's not even looking that bad. He's looking a little scruffed up. He looked the exact same way he did before. Barely he... even got a scratch on them. Yeah, right, right before he got the power stone, he was looking the exact same way. Like, I don't know. That was a little weird. Another yeah moment is Yandu not checking to see if he actually gave him the power stone. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, Yandu, Yandu didn't check until yeah. he got on I the mean, ship. I mean, I guess you, I feel like he, like, the, the he laugh knew. he had. I think he knew. Yeah, I feel like the laugh, because, like, he just didn't want to, like, embarrass. Like, he didn't want to look like he's soft on Quill in front of, like, the Ravengers, so I get that. Because, like, he, he was laughing. Like, I feel like he kind of, like, at the end of the day, like he might tr- like present himself to be super hard, but I feel like he's just like Quill, where like he wants to do the right thing. I mean, I he mean, didn't that's, kill Quill. That, that's why he fucking he at the end of the Guardians too. He's, mm-hmm. He literally sacrifices. Spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah. He literally sacrifices himself yeah. for Quill. Yeah, <clears throat> he's not gonna be on him. Like that was literally his son. Like mm-hmm. in in a way. Yeah, you know? no, no, exactly. I mean, he raised him since he was super young, and yeah, just one of those things where it's like, I mean, that's what literally like, like, you, like yeah, it's like yeah. the father son dynamic, where it's like no matter how bad something does, at the end of the day, he's still your son. Like he's still the closest thing to family you have. So like, no matter what he does, like I mean, you know, all the times he's crossed them, and he still always yeah. comes back to him. Exactly. Beef, you have a. Um, I just had one where um, when they're out in the space and. Uh, Quill like just went out out in space. And oh he, yeah, he, he just survived. He's just surviving out there. Yeah, and he was looking bit. fine afterwards. Like I feel like mm-hmm. that's my biggest gripe. There's just like, like they, they, they they just recover apparently yeah. so well. <laughs> yeah, like like the, no one else should like like it's like the only person I give an excuse to recovering is Gamora because as we see from that a little bit too on the nose um, scene where they're explaining all of them where you see one of her powers is a um, implant. What was it? The um, uh, the healing implant. It was like yeah. a regeneration implant. So like I guess you get it for her, <coughs> but. Besides that, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, the, it was uh, a, little, a little over the top. I did men- mean to, to mention that, like, it was it was pretty decent. Like, you get like yeah. the nice exposition about the characters and like. Quick I, th- I think that's the best them. way you could be on the nose like that. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like the the, the most like. Like, normal way of like besides just an X Men first class, like you be Magneto, you be F- Professor X, you be Beast, like. Like you don't just go out and like outright name them, but I feel like they they were they were on treading on thin water at least for me anyways. I think it was a little yeah. Over the it's top. it's like they were like obviously they had to introduce these characters and, and especially considering they weren't well known characters, they got to make them known mm-hmm. and like kind of give like descriptions of them to the 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 general audience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was definitely the best way they could have done it. Besides them being like, oh yeah, like sitting in a thing like, yeah. oh this is what I do, this is my power yeah. type of deal. Like, it, it definitely sped up the movie a little bit without mm-hmm. having to get all the introductions. You kind of got in that exactly. Scene. You figure out okay, so so she is Gamora, so Gamora is yeah. Thanos's daughter, this that and the other, and then it's like mm-hmm. okay, now this makes sense when we hear it later in the movie without them having to do this big long explanation about how Gamora traded uh, was a traitor and all this mm-hmm. other crap. That's true. No, definitely. And there's a little weird thing I saw 
for I, I had to Google it afterwards because I'm too curious when it comes to that. When it said for Gamora's profile, so she said the last survivor of that people. Yeah. And I saw that. I looked yeah. it up. And the, 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 the in-universe no. thing is stupid. The out-of-universe is just James Gunn not knowing what like what they were going to do. What they were going to do. But the in-universe thing is, yeah, they kind of... It's just like the, the Nova Corps might not have the updated archives the, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the in-universe actual explanation was. I was just curious. That's just a little tidbit. Yeah, no, that, 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 a little bit too into it like me. There, there are, like we said, especially in the early Marvel movies, continuity errors. But like... It is what it is. It changes nothing. Yeah, it, 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 it literally was just, changes It was just like nothing. one little thing I saw and I just wanted to Google because I was curious. It literally changes nothing. Mm-hmm. Another yeah moment I have, this is overall, it's um Peter Quill, uh, Star-Lord's kit. I think it's the, the, the criminally underused in this movie. Oh yeah, I literally wrote, I wrote that down. Criminally uh, underused. Let me, let me write, like, let I feel me like in the beginning three. we get a taste of it and we never get more than that. Like he has that one device that literally vaporizes oh, yeah. those two guys. Is it Peter has OD cool gadgets and we just never see them again. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the beginning he has that device where he literally sees back in time people walking around, the movements that people took. That device is ridiculous, first mm-hmm. and foremost. And then he has that device that literally vaporized those two guards. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of that scene, actually, that scene has a completely different um, feeling to me ever since seeing the Star-Lord oh, episode. I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. Korath is a fucking Yeah, like, moron. Korath going from being, like, super... Like, I can't even take him seriously anymore after seeing Korath in the What If the, episode. Yeah. Like, he is one of my least favorite characters. Yeah. He's yeah. also another one of my least favorite characters on this movie. He also isn't in it enough for me to, like, label him as anything. Yeah, the one thing I definitely will say that I'm glad happened is that Drax was the one who killed him, I feel like <laughs> up until that moment, Drax was looking like he was looking oh. super soft. Because like oh. the way the, what Ronan did to him was, I mean, Ronan's super strong. So like I get that, but like, he needed some sort of redemption. And killing Korath was speaking of Drax, and I don't remember if they mentioned this in the movie, but the entirety of this movie, he's going on about how Ronan killed his family. Ronan killed his family. He wants Ronan. And then in Infinity War, it's Thanos killed his family. Yeah, I mean, there's a little tidbit. Well, there's a little tidbit. There yeah, was, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, where he was like, oh, Ronan was just a, was just a, whatever it was, like the, the front man. The front man, okay. It's like, front man it's, I, I didn't know if I just missed it or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so it was towards like, the end, they yeah. as you were all done. Well, I think he was talking to Gamora or something <clears> like that. He was. And he's like, Ronan was just a front. Like, the re- my real, the real guy I need to kill is Thanos. And then Gamora was kind of just like shook by it for a second. That was like the only interaction we saw about it. Okay. Yeah. So, so no, I was thinking about, I was thinking about that too. Like, literally the entirety of the movie, I'm like, what the, like. I thought. Yeah. I was like, where, where, what, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah, no. So he, so he switched it up at the end. He, he, he changed it. Where he's like, Ronan was just like, he was basically the front. Like he was, he, he was just the guy who was taking orders from another guy. So he was going up the chain of command after that. Okay. After he realized that they he's just on to the next. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh, going on to the Stan Lee cameo. Mm-hmm. I actually really like this one. This is one of my favorite ones. I enjoyed it. Rocket's looking around, looking at all the people, mm. seeing who he can, you know, make some money off of, and he's like, "Look at this man, where's old pervert? What does he say? Where's your, where's your wife or something? Where's your wife, mm. old man, or whatever yeah. he says? So something like that, yeah. He was it, it's just that. Stanley's a dog talking to a fucking mm. a bad woman. Specifically, yeah. I've written down Stanley likes them young, and he's got game. That's true. I mean, that's true. Stanley was spin. I, I honestly wish we could have seen more of Rocket like that in the future, where he's just like being Bradley Cooper, where he's just like making fun of people. I think yeah. that was, that, I, we, it was dummy tough seeing yeah, like, it was a wholesome ass baby and everything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was just fun. It was cool. Like it was, it was the kind of comedic relief that like the MCU needs, where it's like it's a scene that literally doesn't mean too much. Like it's just setting up him finding Quill, but it's just funny, just seeing like like I always say, like the depth of it, where it's like you could actually believe that these characters are interacting when they're not on screen. I yeah, mean, exactly. Exactly. Also, Groot's a fucking moron. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a tree. He's, he's a, a meat. The man was just when he's just licking out of the fountain. He's just yeah, he's, drinking he's, he's, out of the fountain. Stop drinking <laughs> out the fountain. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, any any honestly, any Rocket and Groot interaction is fucking mm-hmm. ridiculously funny. I I do I do have to say though. Adult Groot is so much better than baby and teenage Groot. 
And I, I can't wait to finally get yeah. to see more of him. Because he has so much more Guardians trips up to He has, like, the lights. He has, like, the entire cocoon he made. He mm-hmm. can just get so much bigger. Like, mm-hmm. No, nah, it's like, it's like I get, like, we, we needed the development <clears throat> or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but it's like, I I need no yeah. more of this fucking adolescent Groot bullshit. Yeah. Just give give me adult Groot back. Yeah. Just give it back to like, me. Because Baby Groot was cute, like, in, one, in volume two. Like, I feel like that was cool. Like, it was a cool, like, transition period. But after that, like... We should just we, we should have gotten right back to the basics. Yeah, right? it's like we didn't really need pouting Groot in fucking mm-hmm. Infinity War. Yeah, I think they're just using him as like a crutch for jokes and everything like yeah, that exactly. because because he's like he's the teenage guy mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just using it for quick jokes, which is it's all right. But I mean, it's just like I, I hate seeing characters underutilized, especially when you have someone like I mean like Vin Diesel's limited because like he's just saying the same. Exact he's literally same saying thing. the same words over and over yeah. again. But at the end of the day, like it could it could have been more. It could have been better than that. We could have gotten a little bit more. But those three words convey a meaning every single yeah. time they're yeah. said somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I will say, just just a quick side note, the one thing about the new software we're using to record is I have no idea how long we've been recording. So for. there's actually an option where you can change it to seconds. Oh, there is? Mm-hmm. I think it's like up there somewhere. Well, we'll figure that out yeah. later because I don't want to... Because like, you can change that to seconds. I don't okay. know. I think it's like... um like, Beats or something. Yeah, yeah I don't want to I don't want to ruin every anything, but... Yeah. It's like notes or something like that. Like, um, <laughs> what is it called? Like, um, scales or whatever it is. Ah. But, uh, deal. if you want to take us to the uh, post-credit scenes of the movie. Sure. So, we only got one, right? Was it? It was, it was oh, really, no, no, it was really one right after. Yeah, it was, it was like one. It was group, like, doing the dancing. The dancing, yeah. yeah that, that, but that, that was, like, right that after. That was, like, the mid-credit, yeah. Yeah. And right then after we had the Guardians will return, I think. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Came on. Yeah, so, like, nothing much to break down for that. I mean, <laughs> Drax is an idiot. Besides that, nothing much to gain from that. I, I do like the callback they bring back to to that in um guard in the opening of Guardians mm-hmm. two though that mm-hmm. is pretty nice yeah no that's cool but, but then the other one was Howard Duck oh yeah Howard mm-hmm. Duck yeah well, very uh, it, a rather uneventful post credit scenes but like, it's funny like, it's I'm funny. okay with it's it like, Howard Duck is me right now I, I I do I do appreciate Seth Green's Howard the Duck I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie it's it's he's pretty weak I hope we see him in Guardians yeah. three they they've had the streak where we, anytime we see the Guardians we see Howard the Ducks I'm just gonna let it lick you like that that's disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> yeah no, but they, but overall I would say they weren't they didn't really add too much yeah, like, yeah these these post credit scenes didn't really do anything especially with the post credit scene like I mean we have like four post credit scenes for fucking Guardians too for some reason better than a fucking musical i mean yeah it's better than better than what we got from hawkeye mid-eye but you know nothing too too spectacular for in terms of post-credit scenes Mm -hmm. yeah no for sure it wasn't anything crazy but i liked it i mean i think i think to end off just talking about this movie i think we do need to give it the respect of this is the first time a movie's not on earth right or at least like not predominantly based. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is like they're, they're completely drawing up something new. Like they, they're they're putting a spark in characters nobody cared about. Yeah. Literally, I, I literally not a single person knew who the Guardians mm-hmm. were, and then they made the Guardians a household name. Yeah. They were literally people who liked the Guardians more than anything. I mean, like yeah. Joe. Yeah. Joe's literally his favorite movie still to this day is Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which is a little bit ridiculous, Joe. If you're listening, um, no, no disrespect, <laughs> but they are better movies. <laughs> This movie's cute. I'll give it to that. I think that's my that's my official uh, adjective for this movie. It's cute. I like it. Yeah, I mean, like they definitely did the best thing they could have done mm-hmm. to introduce these characters. Yeah, they, something new. And they they honestly turned most of them completely on their heads from how they were in the um in the com uh in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Like before this movie came out, I literally never even heard much about the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're kind of just like one of those trio, like one of those families of Marvel characters. That's like, yeah, they're cool. Like every once in a while, like. I feel like they don't even have major comic book like um, storyline implications. They do. They do. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are some of the, the arcs that they're in? Uh, the Annihilation arc. Okay. Um, they're in uh, Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet. 
Oh, they are, right? There any, any, is it that any, ensemble, though? Any is it cosmic... Gamora, Rocket, so, Groot? This, the, ensemble, the thing with the Guardians is they're changing a lot. Yeah, no, I figured. So, so this, this Guardians lineup is based off of the... I want to say it's 2006. I know it's the Brian Michael Bendis run mm-hmm. of, of Guardians of the Galaxy. The yeah, I was say, he one of the goats. Yeah. So he Jack he Jack Kirby, Stanley, Michael Bendis, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. I could I could go on and yeah. go on. There's Jason Aaron for in terms of his Thor, he has the best Thor mm-hmm. in my opinion. But anyways, I digress. Um, yeah. So like that, like this is kind of loosely based off that, but they are big and especially now. Once oh, yeah, they and were, now for sure. Yeah. They, they have a game after them now. Like, like, Literally, they have a game. They were in the Secret Wars 2015. Like they were a big part mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. So like they there's. They they definitely have been added more mm-hmm. into the Marvel Comics universe because mm-hmm. obviously as they got more popular, yeah, that, that's usually what happens. Where it's like mm-hmm. as soon as that movie comes out, they make a run, like kind of based loosely based off they, of it. They, they, they have a holiday special now and everything. Yeah, yeah. they have the holiday, which is apparently going to be you know required viewing for Volume Three. Mm-hmm. That's actually coming out next a, a year, probably around a year from a yeah. year from today. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know what the hell it's going to be. But, I mean, if it's required viewing, I'll take his word on it. Apparently, they're introducing, according to him, one of the best characters in the MCU. I don't but knowing, knowing James Gunn, it's going to yeah, be nobody. Uh, it's going to be a joke. That's saying. Adam Warlock is one of my favorite characters in the MCU. But I feel like well, he's not people, even in the MCU yet. Yeah, my favorite character in the Marvel comics. But, like, <coughs> overall, I, I feel like, like he's probably just trolling with that. Honestly. Probably. Still am excited, though. Yeah, exactly. But I guess... Finishing up with the movie, mm-hmm. our usual, our episode rankings. Yes, sir. Um, I'll let our guests go first. Um, I had this at a 7.9. I don't think it did enough to get it to that next level of an 8, um, but I did think it did enough where it was like it's set apart from being that mid-tier. I think mm-hmm. it I think it, mm-hmm. it brought so many different new characters in there, and I'll give them props for that. Yeah, they did a good job with it. Yeah, so so for me, I, I have one above. I have it at an 8.0. Um for me, it's like I have to, like you said, I have to give it the props that it deserves for for taking these unknown characters and making them well known. And honestly, some of the best characters in the MCU, like mm-hmm. even in Infinity War and Endgame, like I still love watching, you know, Star Lord be an idiot or mm-hmm. or or Rocket being Rocket, especially throughout the entirety of uh, Endgame. He has great mm-hmm. dynamics with all those great, heroes. Great development. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, for for what we've gotten in the future and and how the movie is as a whole, mm. I, I I gotta give it the eight point It's not gonna be top tier, but it, it it does have the possibility of breaking into the top ten. Segwaying real quick, was him saying I have part of a plan callback to when Tony Stark said that in Infinity War when he said I have part of a plan? Did he say that in Infinity War? Because I feel, I feel like I heard that again, where like when he's making the plan for like how they're gonna kill Ronan, how they're gonna board it, he's like I have a plan. Why well, have part, part of, of a plan. plan? I think Tony Stark does say that in Infinity War. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is a callback. And for some reason, that, that that quote just seems like super like noticeable to me. I don't know. I just a quick say us. I had twelve percent of a plan. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think that percent carried over, but I think that like mm-hmm. most of that quote did. But I think re- you're right. But regardless, I have this pretty close to them. I actually raised it up a little bit. I originally had it at seven point three, but I'll I'll bump it up to a seven point eight because I do have to give the respect where it's due. Where it's like. Watching this now, I kind of have a new newfound like newfound like appreciation for him. There's like mm-hmm. see, they did something new. Yeah. Like compared to the previous movies, like especially now that we're rewatching yeah, them and reviewing exactly. them like, like we are. Like it, it's not a it's not an exaggeration to say this is a 180 from every other Marvel movie we've seen before. It's like the closest thing we, I guess we could say is maybe Avengers when it comes to like that kind of threat where it's like something we just don't know anything about. Yeah. Because like what do we have before? Because even like thinking about the one we did last week with In, Captain America, like, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like it was all boots on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Up to this point, really. Exactly. There was not. The yeah. There was part. like all the MCU movies. Like they were all grounded. Even Thor, like yeah. most of the time for Thor is spent on yeah. Earth. Yeah. So it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Like that's why like 
I love Ragnarok for what it does yeah. for Thor because not a single moment is spent on Earth. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, it, it, actually, that's a lie. There's the Doctor Strange cameo, yeah, but, but, but like, not a crazy, not a substantial part of that movie's on Earth. Because that's the whole point of Thor. Like, there's nine realms that he literally travels to back and forth from most of them, mm-hmm. and we never see any of them. Like, we, I, will say, I think in the MCU we see a total of five. Dark World actually gives us quite a bit. It doesn't give us enough of it. Like, it's, you're just kind of supposed to assume because we see like Vandaheim, we see um, we see Vandaheim, we see Jotunheim, we see Midgard. Asgard, Midgard. We see Svarlheim, and, that, and we see the one that the Dark Elves are from. Whatever planet, the, whatever the planet the Elves are from. I yeah, I, I can't. Dark I, them. I can't even pronounce it. Yeah, as I, yeah. because because yeah, because we saw Hell. We saw. Um, I guess we technically saw. No, because we never saw where Hella was in Hell. We never uh-huh. saw Helheim, so that doesn't count then. That's what I say. Like we we barely yeah. see any of the. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. But, oh, we, we see the fire one. We see Surtur's place. Whatever one that's called. Forgot, oh yeah, and, I forgot and, whatever the name of that realm is. We see that in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. but overall, very good movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely has a chance to break my top ten. I don't know if it for sure will, just because there's there's a lot yeah. of tough movies, especially yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah. definitely is a good start to the cosmic MCU. Obviously, mm-hmm. as we you know got yeah. Infinity War. No, in world game. building wise, world building wise, it did a very great job. Like it that set us up good. like 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 the, like how was like not everything's about Earth. Like you mm-hmm. barely even hear. All here is like you even called Earth. They call it Terran. Terran. Yeah. yeah like it, it just, it just, it just. I think Peter calls it Earth once or twice. Yeah, but like obviously he's from it. But like it just it gives you like I just like the perspective of a movie not being so focused on Earth. Like we have we have more than enough movies about it. It's nice seeing like a like an almost like a um like a Cree slash like um Zendarian like kind of like mm-hmm. viewpoint on how like you mm-hmm. have their kind of politics compared to just Earth, Earth politics. politics like, yeah. Well, it, well, I will admit they are kind of the same in a way. I do like like the subtle like differences between the two, and I think it's cool just exploring another planet's politics system. I agree. The Xandars. The Xandars. <laughs> the Novacore washed. Novacore. Novacore done. Yeah. Now I will say that one shield thing is cool as hell. If they weren't trying to stop a big ass the dark shit. aster. Yeah. yeah. The also, dark aster. side note: the dark the dark aster is a cool ass shit. It is very cool. I'm ship rocking design. with that shit. I. I I don't know how the hell they all knew what it was called, but whatever. I guess Ronan just puts yeah. it. He, he, he put like a bumper sticker on it called the, the Dark Aster. Yeah, because like well, we no, stop no, the Dark Gamora, Gamora knew what it was called. Oh, okay. So I guess because I remember someone like when oh, they, yeah, they, they they were following the and Nova Prime was called. Yeah, it, Nova Prime Aster, was calling yeah. it the Dark Aster too. So so Gamora probably was yeah like, she probably uh, told in the yeah. plan because it's a yeah yeah, yeah yeah, but no, I, I've said this before. Actually, I don't know. I've never said it on the podcast, but but Sam Alexander Nova is one of my favorite comic characters of all time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know there's been rumors for fucking years now about Nova coming, and I'm hoping, I'm just praying that we get a proper, whether it's Richard Ryder or Sam Alexander, we just get some form of Nova in the MCU. All right, side note, we didn't talk about what are you, What were your guys' thoughts on John C. Riley? It's fucking, just John C. Riley. Yeah, like, I, I literally, I can't, it's just John Ever C. Riley. Ever since I've seen him as Dr. Stephen Brule, that's a throwback for any of you early cats oh who were watching that. Dr. Absolute, Stephen Brule. That absolute smooth brain of a show. Like, I, I, Give my like my my, brand, my smooth brainness to that show. Like, oh my god, have you seen that show? First of all, welcome to the club because I feel like not a lot of people. Have not seen yet, that no, show. not many people but have. It is, it is so brain dead. Like they like literally like. There's not a single thing in that movie uh, about that show that like makes me not lose brain cells. Yeah, like, 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 like the whole episode, like when he's getting a when he calls it the, the when he's getting a boat. I need a boat. I need two boats. It's so sick. Or, 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 or he's like digging through the garbage trying to find or, some food. Like, or even he's actually it, eating it. Like, or oh even him God. and fucking, uh, what's it called? Step Brothers? Yeah, yeah even him and Step Brothers. Like, yeah. It's just an interesting casting because like, he's so like, comedy. Like, um, he, he plays, focused. for lack yeah, of a better word, focused. he plays a fucking moron yeah, in every single, role. Yeah. In this, and, and in this, he's actually more of like yeah. serious to, yeah. to an extent. I'll, I, um, to, to an extent. Yeah. To an extent. I'll add a, um, 
All that, yeah, I ate two, them expunging everyone's records, like, <laughs> besides Gamora's. I feel like everyone else are whatever. They haven't had too many deals with them, especially um, Peter Quill, since obviously like, he saved them and all that. But I feel like Gamora's got that history that you can't wipe that away. Like, I mean, she's, yeah, she's literally the, the daughter, daughter of, of Thanos. Thanos. Like, I'm sure Nebula wouldn't have gotten a clean slate if she turned sides with them. Like, no, no shot. But, yeah, that that I, I yeah. actually didn't even think about yeah. that. When I was thinking of like when I was watching, when he's like, "Oh, you guys all have your criminal record expunged." You can't expunge your criminal record. That thing is uh, you can't you can't expunge Drax's either. You know how many fucking people Drax the killed? Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's literally Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, I mean you wouldn't know that from any of these movies, but yeah. Well, right. they, uh, except when they say it. Yeah, and I will say in some fight scenes he he's laying the wood. He's oh laying yeah, the wood on some. But it's just, it's a shame, and like we said, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. I think how I will say. The, the Drax that we got in Infinity War Endgame is closer to the Drax that we got in this movie than he is in, in Volume, volume two. 2. Yeah, Volume 2 is a completely different character. Which like, makes, me no very, makes me very nervous for how we're going to see him in Volume 3 because I feel like the character is going to take another 180. Mm-hmm. It's still James Gunn, obviously. Yeah, so but like, I mean, James... And Suicide Squad kind of like shows me that even more. James Gunn is laying too much into comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and it's not just the comedy; it's super it's, subjective. It's, yeah, super, super subjective. subjective. It's like either, either the either the jokes land or they're or just, or they, they just fall like so flat. Mess. And like, a lot of the jokes of Volume Two fall very. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like that movie nearly as much as this one. Mm-hmm. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it does not like. I don't even know if it would, it would even be in my top half. Mm-hmm. If, but. That that, post, that that'll that, be for when that, that post comes. credit scene alone makes it pretty close to this movie. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That post credit scene gets me so bricked up. I mean, all you hear is, I'll call him, Adam. Stop it. I needed that. I got oh, soon. It's soon. no surprise that I've needed that off Marvel since I was born. Soon. Mm-hmm. I've been needing that. I've been needing that off them since the goddamn Infinity Saga. It ain't the Infinity Saga without Adam Warlock. I was surprised that they didn't show him yeah. in that. But I mean, they whatever. did. Whatever. Yeah, they had oh, so many characters. So many characters. So many characters. Bring it in. I mean, and they literally just made fucking Captain Marvel his role. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have been ridiculous if he pulled up because, like, I feel like he, he needs a little bit of a villain arc to him before he becomes a villain. So, like, him pulling up and saving the day would have made no sense. Like, not that, not that he's going to be going around killing people, but I could definitely see him doing some serious damage before he eventually, like, actually like comes to his senses that man is ridiculous absolutely and actually something i am excited for that i I just thought about with volume three is i'm interested to see how the snap affected more than just earth yeah because we we don't see that because now that our as guardians are on earth like like i'm excited for for love and thunder and for this earth-centric view yeah yeah, so that we, we could see like like yeah we know how earth affected some of the politics and stuff with with hawkeye and with falcon falcon the winter soldier and uh, even even in WandaVision, they d- they dabble with it yeah. a little bit too. Do we know if it's fifty percent on every planet or fifty percent overall? Fifty percent overall. Overall. Okay. That's why like Hawkeye lost his yeah. entire family, but yeah. someone could have lost nope. none. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's, so, it's, so there could literally realistically be some planets where no one got snapped. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I, I just wasn't. The odds of that are very low. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's that, just a random pool of drawings. And yeah, exa- exactly. It is literally just fifty percent of all life forms mm-hmm. are just dead. Well, oh, or the, not dead, but whatever happened. Dispassionate, the rich and poor, like fuck. Thanos is just chatting. Fuck. Yeah. So that whole scene on Titan, I, I'm not gonna talk about it. Well, you guys gotta say Team Two. Say it for Infinity War. But literally every single time I think about Thanos, that man just gets me moist. He yeah. gets me. He gets me hot around the collar. I might have to watch Infinity War tonight. I'm it's a fucking amazing ass movie. The, the pacing on that movie is world tier. It's world tier. Yeah. Like compared to Endgame, it's the, that's the one. That's the one edge in the action, obviously. Yeah, but. I guess that's all we have, really. Mm-hmm. Unless anybody has any last-minute thoughts for the movie. Joe, your cap'n. That's all I have to say on the matter. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Good, great movie. Yeah. But moving on. To the, uh... Post-credit post, post credit scene. Post-post. 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 Post
post credit scene, everybody. Switching gears. We're putting on the night mode or whatever that's the streamer thing. Dark is. mode. Yeah, we're going on the mode where we can curse even though we've been cursing the entire thing. Unpacking the bomb. That's what I'm saying. So, like the shoot up. Switching over. We do, unfortunately, no notable music to speak of. It was Christmas. Exactly. First of all, happy holidays to everybody. We said it in the beginning, but we'll say it again. Exactly. We'll say Hope it again. Hope everybody has a great New Year's, I'm sure. Oh. Stay tuned for next week because we're going to be chatting about New Year's. That's true. That is true. Jeez. I hope you guys got everything you wanted from uh, St. Nick. I hope he was nice to everyone. Yeah, but I mean, if we want, before we get into, we do have some this or that's. Yes, sir. Before we get into that, uh, I did want to just say if, if, if anybody had any, like, if you want to chat about, like, I don't know, the, the, the fa- your favorite gift or whatever the fuck you want to chat about. Just sure. just just how everybody's Christmas was before we yeah. we dive into, uh, you know. Some yeah, other stuff. Of course. It was a great Christmas. I'm feeling very grateful. Um, I would say honestly, my my favorite gift is probably I got a nice I got a nice pair of blazers. I'm just oh, the boy the 77 joints, the mids. Oh, the that's what you were wearing yesterday, oh, right? Yeah, the yeah, blazer. Yeah, those those things are really nice. I got a lot of really cool stuff. I'm always very grateful for that. Yeah. But, uh, I, 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 this this Christmas was definitely it was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was a very nice Christmas. It was a beautiful Christmas. Still not a white Christmas. I'll never have a white Christmas in my lifetime. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Long Island, the Long Island boys are never going to get a white Christmas in their lifetime. We had a close one where it's like snowed it was on. It, was, yeah, it snowed New Year's Eve, Year's, yeah, Christmas Eve, Eve yeah. and then by the next day, all the snow gone. was gone. It was, just, it was just like slosh. That was gone by that point. Which was kind of tough. But so we, we got close. We got a taste. Just but, a taste. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I stayed home this Christmas. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But It's nice to do absolutely nothing for an entire day. Yeah. I, I got to say, I... The, the thing I've been using, besides the mic, that, you know, hopefully sounds pretty good on this podcast for this week. Hopefully. Uh, the thing I've been using the most is I got one of those gallon reusable jugs. Yeah, I think it's tiny. It's it's tiny, but it all, all day. Yeah, no, I, I fill it, like, one and a half times, and it's great. That shit's fun. I used to have, I mean, I used to have the high to tear amorphous. I just like something a little bit more portable. Is that a state still? Oh, uh, yeah. I just like I just like my smaller water bottle because it's a little bit more portable. I mean, it's understandable. Like yeah. this thing is huge. Don't get me wrong, but at least it's got like the two handles where yeah. it's it's pretty portable. Mm-hmm. B. Um, I mean, I, I got this gift a little bit before Christmas, but I did not pay for it, so I'll call it as a gift. The Nintendo Switch. Mm. Ah. So so I'm glad to finally. Oh, you didn't get on. you didn't pay for it? No, I didn't pay for it. Ah, nice. I'm glad that I got on that wave and that grind and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's uh, definitely a tough experience. Told I recommend you. I recommend that system to anyone who does not have it. Have you figured out what game you're picking up next yet? No, I have not, and I'm all open to recommendations. I, all well, open. If you like, I I do have to say, if you liked BDSP like you, you did, I did. I do recommend Sword and Shield. Okay. It's 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 a lot more linear. It's it, lot, it is a lot, lot more, more beginner. Yeah, it is a lot more beginner, but. There are so many more Pokemon that you can do and yeah. get. And it'll get you right for Arceus when that comes up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And, and honestly... Like, like, the wild area is kind of more what Arceus is. Yeah. Okay, okay. And, and honestly, if you're going to play, you might as well get the... I think it's like $20 more, and you get the expansion pass, so you get yeah. all the DLC and stuff yeah. with it. I never um, played it with the DLC. The but... DLC is good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, You get kind of... You get... And you can do it, like, before you beat the game, right? You can go to... So, um... The Isle, the, the Isle of Armor, you can. The Crown Tundra is meant for post game, so yeah. the Crown Tundra doesn't level scale like the Isle of Armor does. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but overall, it was because the Crown Tundra is where you got like all the legendaries yeah. and stuff. It was, it, was a, it was a wonderful Christmas. Spend it with some family, you know. That's what I'm saying. Spend it with the boys. A couple boxes here and there. You know the vibe. OD. You know the vibes. But I, I do got a couple. This is a that's for you guys. Yes, of course. It's been a little while since we've done some this or that. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for new things to do for the post credits. You know, I, I was, I was. Well, actually, <coughs> sorry. Before you get into this or that, I do want to talk um, about the ideas that we had mm-hmm. for some some kind of like uh, fan interaction. Yeah. For to say the least. 
So, this is a tentative date. We're not going to release the date yet, probably until next week's podcast. But, with Avengers Age of Ultron going up, we obviously um, are going to do the end of the phase trivia and award show like we did with Avengers 1. However, with that, uh, DL and I were discussing about possibly doing it as a live stream. So that way you guys can can comment and maybe even ask some questions uh, if you would like to tune in. We'll get more details as well as like where that live stream will be um, hosted. As, probably like YouTube. Yeah, probably on YouTube. Yeah. Probably do it on my YouTube account. But um, we're, we're hoping to get, uh, you know, hoping to get some feedback from you guys, see yeah. if you guys like that idea. So by all means, just let us yeah. know. It's just cool interacting with people in live time compared to have, like speaking to them afterwards or before or something Yeah, like that. so and pretty much our... our, our our idea would be we're just going to record the podcast on the live stream. Like, we're probably not going to pay attention in the first, like, half. Mm-hmm. But once we get to, like, the, the end of the phase stuff, that's probably when we're going to start, like, taking questions, doing their trivia. Like, you guys can honestly even ask trivia to us yeah. if, if you have anything uh, that we don't yeah. mention. Or any questions that you just can't find an answer to, and maybe we'll try to, do it, like, answer it for you. Yeah, whether it's something that we know, maybe yeah. it's something you guys missed, maybe mm-hmm. it's something that even we missed that yeah. you guys can point out to us. Yeah. Uh, but I think that... We're going to try and get that going for some of the bigger movies, including the first one would be Age of Ultron. I mean, as a uh, viewer, as a listener, avid listener of this podcast, I will say that's a fantastic idea. I know I would be rocking with that. We got to work out some of the kinks first. Don't get me wrong. But, but, but for the people who just can't make it on the show, who I'm sure mm-hmm. want to, like I'm sure they would love. Especially, to especially for the movies coming up, that yeah. you know that people are gonna want even more because yeah, they, exactly. they're so much bigger and yeah. everything. Like that. Yeah, I'm thinking longer term too. For like Infinity War and Endgame, like it's just not feasible for us to have all the guys who want to be on the podcast. No. in it. So, like, we've already we've already had our limit where there can yeah. be four of us max, and with yeah. two co-hosts, we can obviously only have yeah. two guests. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like overall, just like the flow of the episode, I feel like. As soon as you get above four, you kind of have, like, side conversation. You mm-hmm. kind of have some people not talking for the entire episode. Mm-hmm. So I want everyone to have their parts. Yeah, and I think the only... Well, we've had a couple podcasts with four people. The Avengers one and then both Spider-Man one to just off the top of my head. Yeah. And I think that those just worked very well with four. Yeah. And Especially in, in person. Four in person is Yeah, the four golden, in person is, is, is obviously the golden key. The key. Yeah. But, but we're still trying to iron out those details on, on exactly how it is. But to give us a little feedback. If you guys think that's a good idea, mm-hmm. just let us know. For sure, for sure. But going back yeah, so to I'll... this or that. Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? Home Alone 1. Home Alone 1. 2. 2? Yeah. 2 has got the best stunt. It's got the best thing set up. I, I'll, call, I, I'll call it big picture for yeah, the Yeah, yeah like in terms of just like like all the crap that happens to Marv and Harry, I think that's just a... I, I, the brick scene enough is good. I mean, all right, all right. Okay. That's fair. But yeah. how they be doing that twice, though? How, how, is, how is Kevin by himself twice? Though? So just... I feel like if you don't look at it like that... How do you do that a second time? If you don't do, if you don't look at it like that, I feel like it's just more of a wholesome movie. And I, I also just like... I the, agree. I, I like that's the New fair. York aesthetic <laughs> also because like he's kind of just making everything himself compared to just like... The first one being a little bit more bare bones, more of just like... Like not as uh, it's low, low budget. budget. Yeah, exactly. A little bit more low budget. So, like it just benefits in being the second movie where they just t- they're tossing money at that. That's mm-hmm. fair. I I, I can mm. understand your points. The first one just holds too much nostalgia yeah. for me. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I just yeah. I, I, gotta I mean go they're, they're both dummy nostalgia. I mean I'll of course yeah. yeah. And I'm glad we're not mentioning anything about Home Alone three. No no no, 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 Home, no that, that one doesn't exist. Home Alone three doesn't exist. Thank God. Okay. Recasted Kevin. Yeah. Wait, what what the fuck is that? No, I think Home Alone four is no Home yeah Home Alone four is three is three is a random is a random kid. Four they recasted Kevin. Okay. But but they recasted Kevin. 
and there's no Harry, but Marv is still in it. Mm-hmm. Which one? Four? In four. four. What? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. Harry's gone, and now it's Marv and his, like, girlfriend or some shit like some that. Stupid ass. They, literally some stupid shit. And then now Home Alone 5 that just came out on Disney Plus. Did it really? Yeah. It, I that, don't know if I've seen that. that I realized it was five of them. What that, the hell? That, gets rid of, that gets rid of three and four. So it's just one, two, and then Home Alone. And I heard for Home Alone 5, literally, you feel bad for the villains at the end of it, so there's no point of it. Like, yeah. And, and, and the, the only common character is Kevin's older brother, the one that he saw the new uh, magazines of. He's a cop now. In the uh, in, it's miss, so stupid. Miss me with that. That's what I say. Yeah. I haven't watched. It. I just watched like the trailer for it because I was like, let me see what it's about before I watch it. I'll take a pass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was I was trying to see the new Christmas movie to yeah. watch with the family. I mean, of course. Yeah. Look, of course. I will say the the best modern Christmas movie that's come out is the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell as Santa. That shit's heat. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the second one yet, but the first one's heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fuck with that shit heavy. Ooh, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna take before you go. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say this or that. Santa Claus one, two, or three. Maybe two, like maybe. the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus with um with with Tim Allen, Tim yeah, Allen the yeah. goat. Also the goat one. I mean, one is tough, but I I feel like two just yeah, like two. I, I, Toy I, I Santa. Think, I think Toy Santa. I think I just fucked with Toy Santa and that yeah. and that duplicated machine. Yeah. So I agree. I, I like them in a while. I like two better than nostalgia one. Nostalgia wise, I feel like one or two probably. But three, three. three was, I was like Jack Frost is just me is, right yeah, now. That's like Jack Frost yeah. is literally just me right now. It was yeah. different from the first two, but I was okay with it. It was a little different from the first. <laughs> but awesome. I was like, oh. Also, I I don't know why I just have a lot of good memories of like him trying to impress. Who would be his future Mrs. Claus? Mm-hmm. He's like the one that I'm thinking of is when he just makes it start snowing on them. Uh, <laughs> uh, as, they're, as they're riding in the sleigh. No. Yeah, that's funny. I like. Uh, I mean, m- most Christmas movies that are still around, like most of these movies, I haven't even come out in the 21st century. That's, that's yeah. how you know they're hood classics. Yeah, certified. Yes, sir. So then another one I got for you guys, and this is gonna be a open ended one, so I'm gonna switch it around depending on like like I'll do like a finals round. So Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop or Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> okay. Come on. Okay. Man. So Kate Bishop or Yelena. Kate Bishop. I'll give that to Yelena. Kate Bishop. I'll give that to Yelena. All right. Kate Bishop or Elizabeth Olsen. You just asked that one. I'm sorry, all right, Yelena or Elizabeth Olsen, but obviously I think we... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, okay, so we, we have a uh, unanimous winner. Elizabeth. Surprise, 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 surprise. Baby girl. I'm trying to think of someone else in the MCU where we... Good, look, good looks to Moist. Yo, Moist, I know you listen to this. Good fucking looks on that poster of WandaVision with Elizabeth Olsen front mm-hmm. and center. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think there's any other baddies looks. in the MCU that I compare like that. Because obviously Elizabeth Olsen's the, un- the undisputed, so we're going to have to start going from the lower characters. Is there anyone else who's like super... Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett Johansson. Okay, or... which... Would, have any boys Scar- talk about like which uh, movie of Scarlett Johansson? Like, like... Oh, just is overall. Like her best moment. Like we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do all of their best moments. Like Kate Bishop or Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Scar- Johansson. Nah, Kate Bishop. All right, hold on. At least time for the guy. Smoke, I'm holding it down for us. Mm-mm. Hold up, I got something else for you. Scarlett Johansson or... or Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Scarlett Johansson or Gamora. Zoe. I mean, she's green. So she's green. It's, it's definitely All right, just the, the act. Just yeah, go to the Zoe, act. Zoe, Zoe, Sol- Zoe Solanda. Scarlett Scar- 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 Johansson. Yeah. Right. Mrs. Johansson. Cause she was like she was holding it down for a minute. She, she, yeah, she has some intangible. Yeah, she has some intangible. She has some intangible. All right, teach. so what, what is your what is your favorite ScarJo? 
Iron Man too. I was gonna say so. Yeah. I, first of all, I, just some red hair in general. I mean, her, 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 her with that red hair look, I think yeah, was, with the curls. With the curls, yeah. Iron Man two for sure. That suit was also just mm. nice. It was one size too small, and not a single not man was complaining. And they knew what they were doing in <laughs> that. Movie. I'm saying not a single person was complaining about, it, especially her changing into that shit in the back seat. Even Happy was taking Happy a was peak. taking a peek. Listen, Happy was leaning back. That's she boo. He was dummy leaning back. He was looking like Vulture in that rear view. He kind of was. Oh, dude. I got no Taking one. a pee. Right. I got no one for you guys. Water type or fire type? Pokemon? Yeah. Fire, fire type. type. Yeah, fire type. Okay. I just want to make sure we're all right, on the same Actually, thing. I mean, it depends, mm-hmm. on the, depends on the generation, honestly. I, I think you and I have talked about this, but I actually don't remember. Actually, I do remember now. What? But B, what's your favorite type? Oh, yeah. Your favorite Pokemon type? I know you. This is your first game, so you haven't really yeah, delved no, so into I mean, it a lot. So but far, there's I'm, so I'm, far. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna pull up a chart real quick. That's fine. Yeah, by all means. Quick. By all means. Yeah. For for those of you who don't know, my favorite type is ground type. My, my favorite Pokemon being Crocodile. Yeah, my favorite type. I mean, it's honestly a tie between fighting and ground and fighting and dragon. But I'm gonna give it to my kid Garchomp. I definitely don't have a favorite Pokemon yet. Who's your favorite? Pokemon. Yeah. Crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cro- Crocodile. I don't know why. It just yeah. he, he just with a close. Obviously, I gotta give an honorable mention to Heracross. But, like, just Crocodile is... His typing's kind of useless, though. I want to say... Ground Dark? Gonna say, uh, no, it is not. He's one of the, be- he's one of the best... What does it resist? Ground and Dark type. But, like, what does it help him, though? Because, like, his ground weaknesses stay, and his psychic and his, fi- his dark weaknesses stay. Like, when I'm looking for dual monotypes, I'm well, looking you, for guys... You don't have... But, like, he's a... You give him Moxie, mm-hmm. where he his attack raises every time he KOs. His attack stat is massive. Yeah, he learns Earthquake pretty fucking yeah. low-leveled, yeah. and he learns but Crunch. I think, yeah, I think his second evolution learns Earthquake. It does. And he learns Crunch. He's got the defense. Yeah. He's, he is a... His attack stat is. I actually, well, I'm gonna pull up his attack stat right now. My guess, my guess, would be 130. I think it's one. I think it's 125. Yeah, probably something like that. that, that, that that's normally like the high tier attack stats, um, legendaries. Unless you're just like who's slacking or something like that. It's like 170 or something like that. Hold on, man. Which is he, absolutely. He's also ridiculous. for some reason only 411. I don't understand. He's that. dummy tall. That's why Garchomp's my boy though, because Gar, me and Garchomp both six two. I cannot, I cannot believe that I can look at Garchomp right now walking through. That's that like door. He's, yeah. he's letting me walk into that door. His attack is 117. But his, his speed is 92 as well. So, no, like, he's bad. fast. He's yeah. ground type. Yeah, I was going to say, he's fast. He's yeah. a quick boy. Anyway, so, uh, or B, your favorite? Probably, probably, I would say flying. Okay. That's calm. Do you guys have any, like, early favorite, tight, like, favorite Pokemon, Pokemon or anything? Well, I mean, like j- j- just because I've been sucking him, I mean, uh, Crobat, I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough Crobat's type. Crobat's got that five speed. He's got that, like, one. That's a flying type. I've been OD sucking him. That was my flying type for this playthrough. Crobat is well worth it. With a, with a stupid high attack stat, yeah, um, you give it. You give him cross poison. Yeah. Aerial, aerial, aerial ace. You give it. You give him U turn. You give him like a poison barb. U turn's I always. He's always holding either the poison barb or you have him hold. Um, what is the 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 nah, the razor claw? Whatever, whatever raises the chance of critical hits. Razor claw. The razor claw. Yeah. yeah. You you give him that as well. I think he's got razor claw on himself right Jeez. now. Actually, I think razor claw is speed. Cause razor fang is crits. I think. And the razor fang. Cause razor claw you give to Weavile. Oh yeah, you're right. So yeah, razor fang. But so it's like because cross poison has a, cha- a high chance of critical hits, mm-hmm. and then um, so does aerial ace. Yeah. So you, you fucking yeah, Aerial Ace be that, that's that, that's exactly what I did kids. for um cro- uh, my Hanscrow because he had super yeah. luck and then again the Razor and then Fang, and then you you nice turn as Mando because if they switch into like an electric type you're yeah. you're faster than most fucking yeah, electric types so you're just right out of that you switch yeah. right into your ground type you're good to go yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, U turn is a mandatory one the fourth move is kind of like hit whatever yeah. like right now I have mean look on him just because I'm yeah. just trying to catch mm-hmm. a bunch mean of stuff but like but the but that that's the mandatory three setup and then I try to give him um. 
inner focus so he doesn't flinch. Yeah. But I think his other ability is pretty good too. Yeah, I'm forgetting what it is at the moment. But I got another one for you guys. House parties or downtown? House parties. See, I, if, if if this was probably a year ago, me, I would say downtown. Mm-hmm. But house parties. House parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. House parties. Been, I was just curious. Hey, nah. Because I, I think most people agree with that. Because like, there's something about being... Like, just calm. Not even in your own house. Just being in a house. Yeah. So, so about, the, like, so no the, un- the no. unfortunate thing is like, obviously where I go to school is very... Um, Keen downtown to downtown, yeah, yeah downtown that's because it's 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 cheap. Like yeah. I'm not gonna, it's cheap. It's the same price as whether you had a house party when it comes yeah, to if you exactly. Know, like, you could literally buy like a two tall boys, and then go downtown and spend the exact same price for beer. Like exactly. So it's like, especially on like pitcher night and whatnot. yeah, exactly. And they just have so much. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, like, like Oswego, hey, Oswego is the exception because they have yeah, so absolutely. many fucking. So it's like I'm not. So it's like I'm not necessarily mad at it because regardless, like you said, you're spending the same amount of money either way. Yeah, exactly. But it's like overall not having to walk anywhere just partying until literally yeah. like 3 4 a.m just yeah, doing anything and like just that. posting up. And then, exactly it's like either posting up or just walking back to my house instead of yeah. it's like it's calm I, I like it because also then you don't have to deal with the going back and forth of the pre-game to the bars to the afters yeah exactly you're, all, you're always just in one spot yeah, exactly yeah so I agree with you. But I would over, overall agree, yeah. Yes, yeah, so house parties. House parties the wave. Have would, you, had... would you say you drink more in house parties? Or would you drink oh, oh, absolutely. Because oh, yeah, at the bars, it gets, sure gets to the point where you're like, all right, I'm not paying anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, whether it's like you're like, all right, I don't want to spend any more money, or it's yeah. just like I just don't want to yeah, pay like, to especially drink. Especially when you have like a lot more drinks than you're planning on drinking. Like You literally can do drink as much as you want. Exactly. Like, yeah. and, and there's no one, like there's no bouncer, security guards watching you. Like, yeah, to make sure. You can move walking and nobody gives a shit. Exactly. crawling on the ground. Exactly. With no socks on. Hmm. Dead. Yeah. Literally dead. Literally dead. It happens. But we bounce back. Coca Pepsi. I don't drink soda. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm, I, yeah, so I got, I'm going to sit down. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I would say, I'd say co- if we could amend that Coca Pepsi, put Coca Pepsi for mixing. Okay, so Coca Pepsi overall, then we do one for mixing. I think okay. Coca, oh, Coca always wins the mixing because well, Pepsi yeah. is too light. I'd say probably Pepsi then mm-hmm. overall. I'd say Pepsi then because I think I think they got it on them when it comes yeah. to just straight up. Uh, thank soda. you, for, thank you for someone who belongs to the Pepsi gang. Let's go, Pepsi gang for the win. Yeah, so I don't. Um, Pepsi gang. I don't drink soda. The, the, the syrup and the Pepsi just be hitting different, but for mixing, obviously Coke. Obviously, like okay. I, I've tried to mix. I've made the mistake way too many times trying to mix Pepsi with like like Jack or something like that. Oh, you think it's the same? That's it's nasty. not the same. Yeah, no, like, literally, you don't even taste the Pepsi. Like, the, like the, there's no because the whole point of a mixer is that's supposed to be a strong taste. There's a reason every bar has Coke as their yeah. their product. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Because, like, you just can't, you can't, because like, the whole point is you're supposed to be hiding the liquor, and Pepsi doesn't hide it for shit. No. That I do know, because I've, I've tried, like, obviously, like, you know, I take sips of whether someone's like you, try yeah. this. So it's like, you can definitely taste, like, Coke, you don't taste it. Like, as much mm-hmm. as I don't like soda, it's like, you still don't taste the liquor. Mm-hmm. But, it hides it well, but, like, Pepsi doesn't hide it for shit. Making a rum, making a rum and coke on Christmas Eve. That that was a play. Mm-hmm. That's the play. Of the game. Christmas Eve play. rum and coke. I was gonna make eggnog, but I didn't end up having time. But that's all I got for this. Is a that. I don't even know how long this episode's been going on for, but I feel like <clears throat> I feel like we're pretty straightened out. I I have no idea. It's been going on for, I guess, two hundred. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not even gonna try. Scales like yeah, yeah. There's no actual units for. It. But I mean, it's ten. It's already pretty late right now, so I feel like we've been going. We've been at it for quite a minute. I think we started at like. Nine something. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I really have nothing else to say for this or that, or like obviously there's no music for the week. Yeah. So that that that's that's all I really had for Guardians as well. Yeah. Good movie. Almost great. Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those movies where you definitely. I feel like that movie benefits from like a uh, letter system because like I feel like mm, right yeah. now it's a seven point nine, but in a letter system it's a B. It's like that's not bad. Like, it, like that's true. But like when you like. 
It just gives a different perspective. Because I would definitely group that like in a B tier movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's not like it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. it's it's it's, yeah, it's got its moments where it's very good. Yeah. It's rewatchable. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Very, very rewatchable. Like if there was like a rating, if it was based just on rewatchability, it would be up there. It might even be top ten for me. Because like it's a very it's a very captivating movie. And it's a family movie, honestly. Yeah. You it's like you could just can put, watch in any any you, environment. You could just put that on and just like all right, like cool. This is what you're watching. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and the MCU does have a decent amount of those, but it also has a decent amount of movies where it's like, all right, I either want to sit down and focus on this, or I can't rewatch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. For sure, for sure. But, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, we shall see you next week with Hawkeye, as mm-hmm. well as our top 10 albums of 2021. Send them in, send them in. Hope everybody has a fantastic New Year's. Thank you, B, for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you for Volume 2. Thank you for having me on, of course. I appreciate it. Oh. Merry Christmas, everybody. See you guys next time. You filthy animals. Hmm.